Yo, yo. I'm back. We back. DJ No Answer. Episode 15. I got a special guest with me. First of all, I want to shout out the listeners. If you turned this on. I hope your day was lovely. My day was lovely. Mm. I took a self-care Tuesday. Mm. I just cared about myself today. And sometimes you got to take days to yourself. Wash your hair. Mm-hmm. Wash your clothes. Meditate. Breathe in that fresh air. Everybody take a breath right now. You too, DJ No Answer. Everybody just, just sit back and just go. Inhale. Exhale. Feel good, don't it? I'm here with a special guest. I'm here with my cousin Dave. Yo. So get a little. He good. He good. DJ Noise. His levels. Levels is right. DJ Noise. Yo, you are on the roll. <laughs> this is the third show this week. <laughs> back to back. Back to back. Baggy baggy. Y'all. Yeah, brother working. <laughs> <laughs> yo, he working hard. So if you needed your podcast recorded, hit us up. We gonna we gonna send you them rates. Your DJ Noise. He gonna pull up. With all his equipment, he gonna have the mics with him. Come on, son. Y- y'all want y'all podcasts to sound good? We sharing him in 2019. So, so make sure the bag right. Mm. But yeah, back into this episode. So, um, I have a my cousin right here. I ain't even. First of all, introduce yourself. His name's Dave, y'all. What's going on? What's going on? My name is David, David Lassiter. Nice to meet y'all. Thank you very much for having me on the show, cuz. I appreciate you. Or, you I know? appreciate you. No, nah, man. Shout out to you. Shout out to the listeners. You know. Oh, that. We here. Yes, sir. So, let me tell y'all. <clears throat> let me tell y'all how I met Dave. So, I moved to Delaware. <laughs> I was going into the fifth grade. That was mm-hmm. when I first moved out here. Mm-hmm. And um, I was in Drew Paul mm. Elementary School. I think he went to sixth grade. Yeah, sixth grade. So I met. I think I met Dave in the sixth grade, right? No, I think it was fifth. Because Drew was fifth. And it was fifth Powell, or sixth. And Paul was sixth. Oh, all right, yeah, fact, all right. Yeah, so look, yeah. all right, boom. I'm knowing Dave. He just he just my friend at this time, right? Yeah. So um, you know, graduation sixth grade. We graduating. And my mom, my mom, you know, the family with you, my mom and dad, my brother, Dave, his mom and dad, and our yeah, parents, uh, they like. <laughs> yeah, my aunt was, yeah, my yeah, aunt. Your aunt, yeah, yeah. your aunt. So it was like, what had happened? Yo, I think we was graduating, I think it was like over, and was, then they just saw each other. Yeah, they saw each other. I was like, hold on, you related too? And they was like, boom. And then we, me and Dave was like. Oh shit, we was cousins this whole time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh shit. Thanks. It was cool the whole time. Word, but it was like it's good that we like that we were like real friends Already. before we even knew that we was blood. How so, about that? So after that it was like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like everybody be like, Oh, that's your cousin. I'm like, Yeah, you don't yeah. see the dimples, like come on. Son. <laughs> Walk around smiling <laughs> Word. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> Word. Thanks. So like that was cool. Like that's the first time I ever like Met a family member like that. Yeah, right. Actually, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah. Like, I want to say, like, your mama, <clears throat> they when your mama, when I when they met, when I when they saw each other, they was just like, "Oh, what's up?" <sighs> and we looking at each other. We just looking how like, "Yeah, how y'all know each other?" Yeah. So that ended up being love. So, yeah, word yeah. that was love. Yeah. 
So let me talk about why he's here today. Dave, okay. Dave is a teacher, y'all. He's a black educator in America. Let's talk about let's talk about the how you started. Like I know you were substitute teachering for a while. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. How you got started and what was the like the trials and tribulations of that? Okay. So um so I started substitute teaching last year. Mm-hmm. And uh I was subbing at, at charter schools. Um shout out to uh Pritchard and Associates, you know, Mr. Pritchard. Okay, where that's at? Um Pritchard well Pritchard and Associates, Mr. Pritchard, he owns Pritchard and Associates. Um um, you know, based out of Wilmington. Wilmington, okay. Yeah, based out of Wilmington. But you know, the brother you know, he does work, you know, all through Newcastle County and everything. So um I I got in contact with him uh through actually through a brother named Keith James, right? So um I started started subbing. And once I started subbing Actually, even before I started Southern, mm-hmm. um, brother of mine, brother Keith, he was like, "Yo, Dave, like, yo, I think you'd be a great teacher, man. Like, you should, you should, you should do the substitution with me." And I'm like, uh, "Was it like know. out of nowhere?" It it was, it was random because you know I I all I was already I owned the business I was already working on the business okay. you know and that's what I was doing I was putting all of my energy into that so because of when I was focusing on that, um, it wasn't. You know, it really wasn't a lot of other things I was more so interested in. I mean, besides personal growth. Yeah. So, um, you know, when the brother said something to me, I was like, all right, yeah, all right, that sounds dope. All right, cool. Was, you know, I'll, I'll try it out for try a while. I'll try it out and see yeah. what it is. You know, I don't know about these kids, though. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I mean, I always, <laughs> I always had, I always had, um, like, like a, a, a a yearning to not only want to help but give back in some type of way. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, I'm understanding. You've always been a caring person. Always been a caring, always. loving person. And you know, like about I want to say maybe shoot seven, eight years ago now, when I saw Hidden Colors, you know, I realized some of the issues that was going on in our community. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, giving more so focusing on our people mm-hmm. was one of the you know one of the things I've always had. A, I've, I've I gained even more of a passion for. Okay. So when he said something to me, um, I was like, "All right, kids. All right, cool. All right, all right. so, <clears throat> so, I start working, and immediately, I loved it. Okay. It was it it was troublesome at times. <laughs> it definitely had its challenges, you know. But I was going from like charter school to charter school. I was okay. in, I was in I was in different charter schools. So, um, you know, going from the different charter schools. It was mostly um black students. No, so. These were, um, well, I subbed at Eastside Charter for, for uh, excuse me, a couple of times. And that is predominantly a, you know, black school. Mm-hmm. However, the other charter schools was mixed for the most part. You okay. know, um, ran into a lot of black kids, but, uh, or children, or kids of color. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until I got, until I finished substituting. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and, um. And, you know, I put in applications, you know, to, 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 cause like I said, I fell in love with it. Yeah. And, um, so I put in applications and then I got a, I got an interview or I received an interview at Parkway Academy North. Okay. That's where you're at right now? That's where I'm at right now. Okay. Now, uh, Parkway is an alternative school. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about alternative schools in the city, you're thinking about predominantly black. Black kids. Mm-hmm. They kids bad. Co- Troubled. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Troubled youth. And uh, at the time, and I was, it, you know, it was a toss-up. And I, it wasn't even a toss-up because, you know, it, at the time it was it was that or two other positions. The, I had a position in Philly and another position down in Dover. Mm-hmm. And when I thought about it, you know, I did the math and I was like, yo, mm-hmm. I want to work with our kids anyway. Yeah. So I'm going to go to the alternative school. And, you know, that's kind of, that's, that's what Dover's too landed. far. Yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. it's definitely a, a drive. Yeah, I, de- I give you that. It's definitely every a nice day, little, like every day. Mm-hmm. You know, you talking about an hour and a half commute. You know, every day. Mm-hmm. Um, the bread was there, but it just wasn't. It wasn't worth it. I feel you. Yeah, it wasn't worth so it. So, what's it like uh, teaching at the alternative school? Man, um, <laughs> I tell people this is the most challenging, rewarding thing I believe I've ever done in my life. Mm. Like, Why you say uh, challenging? All right, so we're dealing with our kids, right? Mm-hmm. So not only we're we dealing with our kids, but we're dealing with all of the the the, the traumas and the issues that come with their backgrounds. Mm-hmm. You know, you think about kids who have you know issues inside the home, inside their uh, um, inside the home, outside the home, within their neighborhoods. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, they're dealing with things mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually. And, you know, a lot of them, a large majority of the students who are in the school are in these are in these environments where the people around them don't know how to cope with these with these things. Mm. You know, if they did, then a lot of times you wouldn't have the issues that you're you're having. However, um, you know, so it's one of those things where you literally have to be able to be not only a teacher, you got to be a friend, you know, you got to be a mentor, you know, some in some instances, a father figure, a brother figure, mm. you know, psychologist, therapist. Like there's so many different things that go into the into, into You think that's like too much to to want from a person or is it like that's just the rules that y'all got to fill as being a teacher in, in America? You know, to be honest with you, it is challenging, man. Um <sighs> I'm not going to say that I'm not going to say it's too much. What I will say is that it is definitely a tall order. You know, I didn't understand exactly what it was going to take when I got into it. Mm. I'm be honest. You thought it was going to be sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be sweet. However, I didn't know everything that went into it, you know, like Yeah. So not on not only are the kids you know, growing, you mm-hmm. know, but we're growing, mm-hmm. you know, as people like I find that I find myself learning just as much from them sometimes as they're learning from me. You yeah. know, I'm trying to teach math, mm-hmm. you know, and, and other things. But, you know, I'm learning patience. I'm learning how to understand how to control my thoughts, my emotions, my mm. feelings, you know. So um, and I come in with some background knowledge. However, it's a different world when you're in there. And this isn't like, you know, it's not patty cake time you know this isn't like you know they playing around this, this is, is real, this is real. Mm-hmm. like this is the environment where it's real um as a matter of fact uh two kids just got murdered last night that went to your school no yeah, yep so they were previous students um at parkway um and a uh, young man young lady and um they had a three-year-old oh, excuse me a three-month-old i apologize well um what grade you teach I teach I teach high school. So, high school, yeah, okay. high school. Yeah, so I teach high school students. I teach yeah. So I teach high school uh, algebra. I teach high school algebra. Okay. 
And um, so algebra one, algebra two, geometry. Yeah, but, um, so the, so like yeah. I said, these kids got murdered last night. Or rest excuse me, well, two, yes, uh, yeah, yeah, rest in peace. And they went to the school. Mm. You know, these are previous students of the school. So, mm-hmm. you know, at, when everyone found out, we had, you know, what we call a circle at the end uh, of our day where we come around. Uh, we all sit around and talk. You know, I'm seeing like, you know, staff members you know staff mates crying and things like yeah. that because they knew who these kids were mm-hmm. you know one of the one of the staff mates was even related to the kid um and another staff mate says yo i was interacting with the young man and you know he told me that all he wanted to do was be a better father than what his father was to mm-hmm. him and you know when you hear people talk about you know they're growing and they're putting in work and effort and trying to do something better and then they hear that they get murdered yeah you it's, know it's- it's unfortunate. It's like, why does this have to happen? That shit crazy. Bro. It's it's frustrating. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know what we don't want to do is get to a point to where we're so comfortable with hearing about murders and things like that, where it's too normal. normal yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, you know what I mean. Norm, like it it, yeah. it, it, it it no longer affects us anymore, and that we got to be careful about that because this stuff is real. These people are these kids, and these are kids we're talking about literally mm-hmm. dying every day so 16 17 16 17 18 mm-hmm. and this is the world that they live in so when we talk about traumas and stress the things that these kids go through on a daily basis um they're up against challenges like i said that the parents family members then they're up against the system itself mm-hmm. the system itself wants to destroy these kids this this is literally a world that they live in that says we want to destroy every last one of y'all. Talk, let's talk about that. Like, how? It, this is a system that mm-hmm. we all know, mm-hmm. and we all—not all of us—but like, let's talk about. Mm-hmm. It's a system, whereas though people are oblivious to the system. Let's talk about that. Yeah, and you keyword right there, oblivious. You know, it's a system that's been in place for thousands of years Mm -hmm. we're not even talking about in just the united states Mm -hmm. you know when you talk about when you think about some of the moorish people whom whom traveled and you know was was teaching and educating uh other cultures and things like that Mm -hmm. you know and people see those those predominant strong independent beautiful black men and women you know hate and envy grows from that Mm -hmm. you know and when you see such a powerful people if you feel any type of inferiority that can breed hate Mm. You know, so when you think about, you know, just the history of it, hate has been there since forever. And, you know, it's just spewed over into our culture and our communities. And, you know, when you think about where we are in the United States, Mm -hmm. um, put a pen in that one. Where we are in the United States, (laughs) um, it's different. Our environment is totally different from anywhere else in the world. Yeah. So this system that we have over here. Especially when, um, you know, you start talking about slavery and those different things. Um, The system has grown from that and not only cultivated itself, but grabbed the minds of the people. It has literally made the people not only hate themselves, Mm -hmm. but love a system that's oppressing them Mm -hmm. and is trying to destroy them one by one. Mm. Um, It's even bigger than one by one. They're trying to destroy us by the masses but yeah groups it, you know we talking about through food um entertainment you talk about 
you know, general health, uh, uh, mentally, spiritually, physically. You're talking about throwing us in change. And, you know, when you start, that's when we start getting into things like, you know, some some of the laws about like minimum sentences and and, and, and those other laws and things like that, where, you know, it, it was literally implemented to throw us in jail and keep us literally in cells, mm. you know, so that they can literally snatch our energy and absorb our energy and keep us complacent and it's it's a mental thing it's it, it, it taking the people physically is one way but when you take the people mentally that's when you got them mm-hmm. and that's the reason why this has gone on for so long however you know we keep positivity in mind because our people are waking up yeah they you are know, it, they are they seeing it it's not you know it's not the same as it as it was it's definitely challenge it's definitely a long way to go however you know, I speak to people more and more and more, and I see more growth. And yeah, more, you, you see know. in the people that you talk to every day, it's like, all right. Because just thinking about it, like, our parents, they was, I feel like they were locked in a in system. Mm-hmm. In a system, in a society where, you know, work every day, you know, handle your bills. Mm-hmm. They probably know about this stuff, like, you know, being your third eye open and all that. But it's just like, they don't really preach it enough mm-hmm. or try to like seek it enough mm-hmm. they just they just go to work and just you know what i mean yo and that's one of the challenges man i'm glad you said that because they may have even been aware however you get i can understand people getting tired you yeah. fight a fight for so long yeah it's like yo all right man i'm just tired of fighting you know and and then people get complacent and they're just they're just happy with what it is that they get however and to also add information and technology is different now than what yeah. it was, you know, like, you know, even 20, 30, 40 years ago, the internet has changed everything. The internet, yo, it's pros and cons to the internet. Yeah. It's, yeah. I'm better, but I like it. For, I like, I like being, I like having information right at your fingertips. And, and that's what I'm referring to. Being able to look up something immediately. Mm-hmm. So when you want to know who Imhotep is or Amun Ra, you can be able to pull up those things immediately now mm-hmm. and find out your, your your background, your history. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I, I'm not faulting our parents or, you know, the, those before us. They had to do what they had to Yo, do. And you can only do what you can with the knowledge that you have. Mm-hmm. You know, if you've been taught go to work, do this, 9 to 5, pay taxes, you know, uh, 401k, your whole, your whole life. Mm-hmm. That's what you know. Mm-hmm. You haven't been taught be on you know on your own business. You know, make your own money, provide something for your family. Don't sell your family house. Mm-hmm. Keep that in the family. Yeah, you know what I mean. Pass down for generations. So if you don't under if if they people don't understand or know these things, I can't fault them. You know. And when I take a look at like my students, this is what I'm doing in the classroom. So the first week they learned about. Um, so you be on some, you be you be trying to feed them real knowledge, like <laughs> we put in work, man. We put in work, man. We put in work. Yo, I listen, I don't even know if I should say this on yo, the radio. Yo, so. yo. It's <laughs> the church. All right, so, say that. Say we, that. It's the church. We say trying that. to talk to the people. All right, say that. So, so what goes on? Oh man, so my kids. Yo, your phone, yo, put your phone on vibrate, bro. My phone jumping. <laughs> yo, yo, what is your keep going on every five my minutes? Bad, man. Yo, my apologies. My apologies. <laughs> my apologies. <laughs> I do have a business still, so so forgive me, bro. Excuse, nah, so, excuse, I, me, excuse me. I feel you. I feel you. All right. So, um, in in the classroom, so um, they learn about who Mansa Musa was. 
You know, mm-hmm. they learn about um, interest rates and finances and, and mortgages and buying properties and being business owners. I'm talking to them all the time about business. I'm talking to them all the time about credit score. Like, we have regular conversations. You know, it's not just math. Is this the curriculum or this is your own? This is, this is, this is. Um, this is you? This is me. This okay. is this is me. I mean, like it's been it's been blessed. I've been blessed, and it's been given to me. So I'm gonna give it to them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, as um, you should. So I talk to them about health. You know, like I've been plant based for a while now, a little, a little over a year. So I talk to them about alkaline versus acid. You know, based mm-hmm. foods. I'm talking about you know um, all these different things health wise, physically meditating, like. Um, Every week, there's five things that we, there's a list of five things that we're going to discuss. Mm-hmm. You know, um, meditation is one of the things that's on our every single week. So you get, you have an option of 10 minutes of meditation and then it's four other conversations that we'll, that we'll have. You okay. choose one throughout the week, but, uh, well, they, they choose, but, um, you know, it, it's so many things that I want to teach these kids and, you know, they're not getting a lot of this stuff in their school, mm-hmm. you know, like, and I think about when we went to school yeah, and Black History Month just ended, um, even though we deserve more than a month. Black History already did. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Day. Black History is American history. Facts. But um, so I think about when we went to school, they weren't teaching us true black history. They you just know. gave us, you know, the Martin Luther King. <laughs> yeah. Rosa Parks, mm-hmm. Sojourner Truth, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Madam C.J. Walker. Mm-hmm. You got a little bit of Malcolm X, maybe. They, nah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even remember hearing about Malcolm X until, like, outside of school, yeah. honestly. Yeah. They didn't really tell us about him, but you know why. Because he was a rebel. Yeah. Uh, you already know. They don't want us, they want us to be... Man, they just yeah. want us to be some punk asses. Yeah. For real. <laughs> no, no, facts. They they want us to be controlled mentally. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I thought that, you know, black people came or originated from slavery. It wasn't until, you know, after I graduated and learned and became almost, you know, a full adult where I realized, oh, all right, well. We wasn't just that. It, yeah. We weren't just slaves, you know, like. That's how you know it's a system. It's just a. They really try to control us, like you said earlier. Mm-hmm. That's really what it is. Like, yeah, y'all from y'all from slaves, mm-hmm. and we were always in control of y'all. Yeah, always. Pretty much. And and you know, not only were we kings and queens and pharaohs in our own countries, you know, but you have some of the richest people on the planet being people of color. You have some of the most educated people. Um, you know, talking about psychology. Doctors, mathematics, yeah, you know, people, inventions, all that shit. Inventions, you know, you have brain surgery, you know, thousands of years ago, and we don't talk about any of this. I literally just found out that a black woman invented laser eye surgery. Mm hmm. How about that? I didn't even know that. How about that? You see what I'm saying? That's why that's why black history should be celebrated every day instead of just a month because it's not enough to cover in just a month. Yeah. And when you think about the kids, Like, the kids don't know this stuff. So imagine Mm -hmm. growing up in a world where you're also shown, you know, criminalization, you know, you're a thug, you're a gangster, you're a bum, you this, Mm -hmm. you that. You know, all these negative negative things and images, and you're not shown or taught your true history. You grow up with this this mentality that this is who you are. This is the only thing you can do to survive. It's a box. 
you have to be a savage to be able to make it out of your situation. And that's mm-hmm. not the case. That's not the truth. But that's what they know. So, you know, like the goal of, of our people who are enlightened, people who have the understanding and the knowledge is to be able to give it back to those to those who whom do not, especially the babies, the kids, man. Those are people who need it the most. You yeah. know, um, you know, I mean, we could talk about the adults who are also still, you know, stuck in their ways. Um, you know, they are, they they can find the information though. The the ad the adults they can find the information, but the kids. Yeah, yeah. I like the fact that you're like feeding them stuff that's not on the curriculum. <laughs> yeah, man. I, um, you know, I think about Erica Badu, man. It's it's one song where she tells you, um, you know, to dig up your pearls. Mm. You know, and, uh, Erica Badu. Erica Badu. What is the song? Oh gosh, honestly, said- times are wasting. Mm, okay. Times are wasting, man. One of my favorite songs. Actually, we about to play that right now. Mm. Quick little break, and we'll be right back after this.
Shout out to Erica Badu. I love Erica Badu. The queen. I, one day I'm gonna meet her. Yeah. I'm gonna take a picture with her. I'm gonna ask her for a picture. Yeah, as you should. I, I, I want to be there. Word. So um, here we back, back with Dave, episode fifteen. Peace. So we gonna dig right back into what you do. What is okay. something that you tell your your students every day? <clears throat> mm. Um, peace. Um, stay positive. Mm-hmm. I call my kids young kings and queens every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, as a matter of fact, they go around calling each other now kings and queens. You know, and I had this thing where I tell them, yo, don't disrespect the queens. Don't disrespect the queens. Don't disrespect the queens. They kind of fight back like, she ain't no queen. She ain't no. And I'm like, no, she's a young queen. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you, Watch your mouth. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand that obviously it takes steps. It takes time to be able to get there. Yeah. You know, and. You're I, molding these students. I'm doing what I can. Do, I'm, do students ever tell you like, yo, you my favorite teacher? I, not to gloat, but I do get that. I That's do get good. that. That's good. Nah, yeah. it ain't even about gloating. People tell you you good at something. Yeah. You just own that shit. You feel me? Facts. No, I do get that. I um, and but I'm different. I'm like one of the you know the teachers. Even though the teachers there do definitely show love to the kids, and yeah. I can genu- I can tell genuinely. Anytime you put in five, six, seven, eight, nine years at a school, yeah, at a school like this, yeah, you love the kids. You love what you do. You yeah. know. However, but I'm a different type of teacher. I'm coming. I'm talking about something totally different. I'm changing every. So, you know, I am. Um, yeah, man, I'm blessed, man. So I, I'm, I'm giving it back. That's all. Word. What's the craziest thing you had to deal with while being a teacher? Oh wow. <laughs> <laughs> the craziest. I'm trying. Like you in an alternative school, like, or just even with you being a substitute teacher, just tap into your mind the craziest stuff you had ever had to deal with. Wow. Recently, I'm just while you thinking, I'm gonna just talk about a little something else. Okay. So um, um, this guy, his name's Jared. He had hit me up on Instagram to um take some photos of him. He a teacher too. Okay. He had um, he might be at Eastside Charter as well. Okay. So he, you know, he teach. I think they're in like what sixth grade, fifth, sixth grade, something like that. And he told me that a student. Sometimes students call him dad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's that's kind of crazy to me, because I never even thought about calling a student dad. But it's like I had a different background than a yeah. lot of people. But like that's deep. That's very deep. Like when he told me, that, I was just like, "Damn, yeah, it's really real out here." It is. These kids go through some crazy things, man. We And we would never know unless we sat down and talked to some of these kids. And a lot of them won't tell you their story. Mm-hmm. Like, you'll, they may tell a counselor or something like that, yeah. you know, but, you know, us as teachers, we may get the story. But it's it, some of these, these kids' backgrounds is rough to hear. However, they go through some things. I've had um, one of the students call um, call me Pops. Mm-hmm. But that's just more of like I took that as like a sign of respect, kind of yeah. one of those things, you know. Yeah. But along the same lines, you know. Um, so I had a, I had a, uh, I had a student. Well, you because you asked me what's one of the crazy things I had mm-hmm. to deal with. Yeah, I had a student, and female student. Um, 
we were, I forget what the conversation was about. Whatever, whatever it was specifically, um, she got aggravated. And when I'm talking about like cursing, I mean cursing. Mind you, we deal with it she all. She was cursing? She, um, boy, what? Cursing up a storm. <laughs> when I say F you, mother, yeah, yeah, yeah. To you? Punk. Yes. Why? Cussing me all, right. all the way out. So, all right. So, remind you, a lot of these kids that are in this environment don't care. Mm-hmm. There's no filter. Mm-hmm. I'm, I can curse on you. Mm-hmm. It's, excuse my language, y'all. We in the church. All right, say that. Amen. Fuck you. Um, kiss my ass. You know, you dick eating. All mm. these other different, all these other, we get all of that, mm-hmm. you know. And it's crazy because one day you'll be their favorite teacher. You'll mm-hmm. be the best thing since sliced bread. Mm-hmm. And then two, the, the next day, you're the worst thing that they've ev- mm-hmm. ever seen in, 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 you know, in their life. So um, I had this one student. And she said, um, she was, she was going off and I think I, I just redirected her. I think I asked her to do something real simple, like to get, like not curse or do something. She just started going off. F you mother. Da, 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 da. So I call for, you know, some, some support. I mean, come get her or whatever. Mm-hmm. Some help. Um, and she walks by and she's like, yeah, F you. Da, da, da. And she takes her finger and as she walks by me, she pokes me in my forehead. <laughs> It like touched you. Yo, like physically touched mushed, me. It was like it was like a, a like a fake. Mush. It was it was a finger mush. It was like a <laughs> f you nigga. <laughs> and Yo, she was fooling. <laughs> and I'm standing there, and I'm like, oh, like because my my neck jerked back just a little bit, and I'm like, oh no, she did not just mush me. <laughs> she put her finger on my face. Yo. So immediately, I'm thinking snatch her by the back of her head, but I didn't. So. Um, she walked out and right at the thought of anger, I, I, I thought, yo, all right, she's going through something. Mm-hmm. Like, talk to this girl. Yeah. Like, not only is it inappropriate for you to put your hands on me, but, yo, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like, literally just not too long. Like, you're sitting in my class and you're literally in front of my class. I'm, te- I'm le- you're learning. It's, it's something going on. Um, so that's, that's good that you, like... You tapped into your mind and like you knew I like how you did that. I'ma just say that. Because mm-hmm. some people just react and not put themselves in the student's shoes. Mm-hmm. And you took you was like out of body, like, yo, I know that she mushed me. She two finger mushed me. Like my mug. fucking head. <laughs> she, she was super duper disrespectful. She mushed me. But I'm not even gonna I know she going through something. Yeah. So continue. Yeah. Um I'm glad you. I'm glad you ain't react because my reaction was to follow her and to communicate with her. Okay. I knowing now, let her be. Just let her give her some time. Let her breathe. Take deep breaths, and that's ultimately what I did. You know, I didn't speak to her at that moment or whatever, what have you. However, like I wanted to. Mm-hmm. You, you know like that i don't that fatherly instinct kicked over okay. you kicked in and i don't even have kids yet mm-hmm. however you know being in only being in this environment having little nieces and nephews like that fatherly instinct kicked over like are you serious Did you just put come here look mm-hmm. let me tell what's going on like yep. you understand you so to know. i need to find out what's going on so that's something that we're dealing with with that particular student and there's a lot of trauma there and she's not the only one it's, it's a lot like that. It's a lot of students with the trauma like that, you know. Um, I had another. 
I deal with so much, man. We 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 deal so much on a daily you. basis. Yeah, man. I feel on a daily you. basis. I'm glad you did though. Thank you. Because you you like you're probably the light to a lot of these kids, and I really believe you are the light to a lot of these kids. You know what I mean? You yeah. always had a good vibe to me, like. We was friends before I even knew you was my cousin, Thank like real rap, right. like. Thank you. We was always geeking. Word. Yeah. <laughs> Especially yeah. in high school. Oh like, my god. Yo, I was in every school with Dave yeah. ever since I found out he was my cousin. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, they were like, yo, you know, the people used to come up to me in like high school. They'd be like, um, you know, tall day. I'm like, yeah, that's my cousin. Yeah. Oh, y'all cousins. Oh, y'all, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yo, that's my, and we that's used, my folks. Yes, literally, <laughs> that's my folks. That's my family. And we Word. was just geek all day. For long, real. Yo. So it's like seeing you as being a teacher. I feel like I kind of seen you doing that, yeah. but it was still was a surprise. Yeah. But it's just like I knew he was gonna be out here helping people yeah. off the rip. Yeah. Thank you. You know what I mean? For um, real rap, thank for you. real. Thank you. I appreciate that. But yeah, um, yeah. yo, as far as music, do you ever, like, tell your students to listen to artists? Yo, it's... Because I know these kids listen to the craziest oh, stuff right now. Oh, my goodness. You got to steer them to yes. the good stuff. Like, just yes. even a little bit. Like, yes. Which, who they listen, who you tell them to listen to? <laughs> Please let us know. <laughs> All right, so it's funny. It's ironic that you, say, you ask this question because... I'm the teacher that not only do I play music in school, like in my classroom. So okay. the kids aren't allowed to listen to music, you know, because they play whatever they want to play, and then yeah. they they don't they don't work and things like that. So I'll be in cl- I'll play Erica Badu. Mm-hmm. I play Lauren Hill. You know, Jill Scott. Yo, um, I, that's my playlist. Maybe I could be a teacher. Yo, you yo you could yo. <laughs> but I don't know though. I look like a, I look like a student. <laughs> Yeah, so, oh, no. <laughs> you know it's funny. I even thought about teaching like different grades, like you know, like elementary or middle little, school. The little you might, you might will really excel in the little mm-hmm. stuffs before yeah. they even get to. Because <laughs> right now you're trying to correct what they already are, mm-hmm. even though it's still mm-hmm. you can still save them, mm-hmm. but like you could stop them from becoming what mm-hmm. they're. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm with you. Yeah, and yeah, it's needed. So. Um, so I play that. I, I play a lot of neo soul. I play um, a lot of old school. You'll hear. You may even hear some James Brown. Mm. You may hear uh, like some Mandrill. Gosh, I play. I, yeah, man, I, I take it back with him. You know, I, so I like that. Yeah, I'm the stu- I'm the teacher. I like that where, a lot. Like when you walk in the building, like I'm the one that's got his phone in his pocket and is playing, and I'm kind of like downstairs, like smiling, cheesing real hard, dancing a little bit. Like, what's up, y'all? Hey, what's up, baby? You know what I mean? hey, what's going hey. on? What's up? How you feeling today, baby? You good? Uh-huh. All right, all right, all right, all right. That's me. Yeah, right, yeah. Right. So I, I get good energy from the kids, man. Um, what they, they what they call you? They be like what? Mister Lassiter. Mister Lassiter. Mister right. Lassiter. Mister, yeah, uh, yeah, man. I'm yeah. proud of you, yo. No. Yo. <laughs> yo, first of all, let me tell you, Dave, Dave, Dave always dressed right, but whenever I see him, like, for the last, like, four years, I always see Dave, like, probably, like, once a month type yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah. But he always got on a good slack. He got on a, a good pants with a nice collar, like... He really is a teacher out here. <laughs> yo, like, yo, thank I you, love man. it, yo. Thank I love you. it. I really yeah. love it, yo. <clears throat> yeah, man. What? What? Are you, well, they say dress for the job that you want, not not the job that you have. 
So right there, that's a gym right there. Yeah, man. So I got a lot of um, I got a lot of um questions from okay. listeners. Okay. So we gonna answer after this break. All right. Did you know answer? Play us something real, real smooth, cause that's the vibe. We'll be back after this. Baby, don't go too soon. I'm trying to have you all mine by noon, so just holler at me. Baby girl, just too smooth. And on the low, I'm trying to fuck with you, so what's happening? Baddest thing under the moon. Let's get away, just me and you. Just me and you. You got my undivided attention, baby girl. I'm trying to pursue. Baby, come through and just talk for a minute Maybe we can hit Berkeley, get a view of the city I ain't tripping off much, cause my life ain't shitty I can buy a couple things, I can grab that dinner When the hook come on, I can sing for a minute I ain't the type to be up on you, you can breathe for a minute And I fuck with you, baby, I believe in you And you make a straight nigga wanna sing to you You make me wanna checking in just wanted to say what's up to y'all peace to the church love the shows love everything y'all put out and um just to add to this conversation about having black male teachers growing up for myself growing up in prince george's county maryland um it was pretty normal thing to have black male teachers i would say maybe 65 70 percent of my teachers was um, black male and um it was a good experience to be honest with you like 
Specifically, I had a teacher named Mr. Adams. He was my English teacher. And more important than that, he uh, ran his class like a poetry class. So he was like the first person who um, encouraged me and gave me the platform to kind of like share my voice with others. You know, I had always written poetry since I was in like elementary school, but his class, the way he ran it, it just was a very open environment and he encouraged everybody to share what they had inside them. And um, that led to me, you know, sharing my words and then it was received well. A couple of girls told me they liked it and that kind of gave me some uh, positive feedback and confidence to share my stuff even more and continue to develop it. And then it just kept going from there. So it's just like he ran his class similar to the classes you would see in like a different world or Moesha or the Parkers, Fresh Prince, all those like uh, shows of the early 90s where and late 80s where uh, black people, kids were encouraged and were taught about stuff that was kind of outside of the curriculum. You know, it wasn't just all about school and passing tests and quizzes. He was um, preparing us for life, you know, so I really appreciate it. I'm still friends with him to this day on Facebook and on um, Instagram. Real militant cat, still all about it, still protesting all over the city and D.C. and all that stuff. So that's like an example of somebody who I grew up with as a black male teacher in the Maryland area. And there were so many others, you know, so many others that I could speak on. But, uh, yeah, it was a great experience and uh, I wouldn't trade anything for it. And I think it shaped me into a better man, definitely shaped me into uh, a more confident, outspoken, especially for some of us who didn't have maybe a male figure at home. It was a great thing to have at school. So. Yeah, shout out to you, shout out to the church, a lot of shows, keep it going, it's Fella, I'm out. Shout out to Fella, appreciate the voice note. So Dave, what you think about that, like, what it, what type of impact do you think you're having on the students, and what would you want them to say about you? Hmm, I, um, well, all due respect to, you know, the brother, um, the brother's teacher, I was down there, I, Prince George County down mm-hmm. there in Maryland. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, what did he say like seventy percent of black teachers? Yeah, like sixty five percent black teachers, sixty five seventy percent. That's 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 unheard of nowadays. Facts. You know, um, you haven't heard about that since schools have been integrated. So, um, you know, all due respect to that teacher and them, them brothers down there. I uh, when I think about myself, to be honest. I I just want students to be able to say that Mr. Lasseter actually cared. Mm-hmm. Not only did he care, but he loved his students. You know, um, you know, when I say I love my students, you know, I'm not lying. I'm not joking. I'm not playing a game. Like, I genuinely love my students, man. I get up every day and I go into work because I love my students. Mm-hmm. You know, like that feeling that the, that the, um, that you get, as a teacher, when not only do you get like those eureka moments, like you know, like the kids get it, what it is that you're teaching, mm-hmm. but those those other moments where you know, like the feeling you get when you're when you're actually talking to them and you have those other conversations about life, you know, and they're giving you feedback, you know, and you're actually reaching someone. I, I remember one day, um, you know, a student, I, we were, I forget what we were talking about. However, he uh, or but the, the student just turned and looked at me. He was like, "Yo, that's 
That was real, Mr. Lasseter. Yeah, that's yeah, what's up. And I was like, all right, yeah, young, yeah, 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 yeah. Right, yeah. You right. know, on the inside, I'm like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but um, you know, that's one of those, it feels good. You know, it feels good. So I, I want, you know, my legacy to to be one that, you know, not only was for, for the students, uh, but that they understood that I, I actually cared. You know, I actually loved them, man. And I wanted the best for them no matter what was going on. And I kept fighting for him. Word. That's respect, yo. You got you got this. You got it in the bag. Just keep going. Yeah, keep pushing. So another um shout out to Fella for that. Thank you. Yeah, peace. Shout out. Word. Um This is from Leon. He says, What challenges do does he do you face as a male black teacher? Challenge. I think we already talked about bad challenges. Yeah, we kind of got into it, you know, a bit. We uh, there are so many challenges, just the things that you have to face. The you know the environment, the um, and the environment varies from not only just the school environment itself, but the environment that the kids are in. You know, those things affect the kids. Their personal environments, you know, within the home, uh, the neighborhood environments the environment of the the country that they live in, mm-hmm. you know, with everything going on. And, yeah. You know, um, I'm not going to get too deep into to, to the presidency and all that other stuff because <laughs> the issues have all always been here. They're just even more prevalent now than what you would because people are coming out of hiding. Yeah. You know, um, but anyway, so, the yeah, the, the environments, the different environments, the things that the kids are up against, we're up against it. You know, we have to fight the system from within the system and continue or try to get these kids, show them something different. You know, a lot of these kids don't see outside of, you know, their own neighborhoods. Mm -hmm. You know, I talked to a kid that, you know, he had a mango for the first time Mm. and he was ecstatic. And And how old was he? 17. And he, he was ecstatic about a mango. And I'm like, you know, in my brain, I've been eating mangoes my whole life. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been I've traveled to Florida and St. Thomas and all these different places, and yeah. you know, it, it, but I can only imagine being seventeen and you know, and an exotic fruit being one of the things that you get excited about. So I can only imagine what you know, what's your what your eyes, else, it, mm, what else what you're else missing? Could he be? Yup. You know. Damn. Yeah. That, that's real. Yeah, man. Just, just, just being able to broaden their horizons and be able to see some different things. When they see more, they understand more. They know more, and they they only do they expect more of themselves. But they they look for more. They search for more. Word. He also says, what subject slash topic will he add to the curriculum that isn't being taught currently? So, oh, um. Can I name a couple? Is you can that... name a couple. Okay. Uh, <laughs> first one would be um, uh, diet. In not just diet in the sense of what you eat, but also how you eat. Mm. You know. Elaborate, we... please. Okay. So eating has a purpose. The purpose of eating itself is literally just to keep us moving. Okay. Um, you know, we eat for energy, or what we're supposed to do is eat for energy. Um, We find all too often that people eat just because it's food in front of them. You Mm -hmm. know, they're not even hungry. They're just wanting to eat. Mm -hmm. And that adds to the obesity rate and 
not only just obesity rate, but health uh, issues. And you had, you know, people with like diabetes, high blood pressure, different cancers and things like that. The stuff is in the food. Yeah. And, you know, when we talk about just how we eat, Eating has a purpose. You know, when you think about people who fast, mm-hmm. uh, there's a there, there's purposes for fasting. And there's different types of fasting as well. You know, you have spiritual fasting and then you have fasting for for health reasons as far as, uh, you know, like they, they call it intermittent fasting. And, you know, I put the I put the air quotes on <laughs> intermittent fasting just because that's a term that's used now. However, that's been around since, you know, the, the, the longest. And so teaching not only gets how to eat, or excuse me, not only teaching kids what to eat, you know, and I follow, you know, Dr. CB's teaching mm-hmm. on, you know, the, the alkaline diets and, you know, electric foods and things like that. And I'm not perfect with that diet. However, I've definitely, you know, like I said, I've, I've, taken, I've, taken, I've taken major strides with that. Okay. And just teaching them not only what to eat, but how to eat, you know. Teaching so you them are a vegan. I, uh, I, um, real life vegan. <laughs> I, I could say a little over a year now. Uh, yes, I, I, Word, I made that lifestyle um, change. I had cooked earlier. I, yo, honestly, I cooked for you, Randy. You know, and so I was like, right, I'm about to feed my boys real quick, and you know, we're uh, gonna do the podcast. So I, I made some uh, chicken fajitas. Had the chicken with the peppers and the onions. Smelling good too. Came in the crib, you know, it's smelling real luxurious. On the calm. You know, on the calm, on the hype, it smelled good when I walked in. Now. It was spicy, it smelled good. <laughs> and Dave was like, nah, I can't have it. I'm can't like, all right, so I made my plate extra hefty. <laughs> I'm like, all right, I'm about to eat your portion yeah. too. What you mean? <laughs> Yo, like, facts. Nah. I even turned to the rice. I was like, I guess what, wait, do the rice got butter on it? Yeah, he asked if it rice said, I'll say, yeah, I had me put some butter in the uh, rice. He like, damn, I can't. I can't so it's that. like, yo, y'all really can't eat anything that regular people cook. <laughs> yeah, See, yeah. I'm in a regular category. Oh, Lord. No, we eat a lot, yo. And the crazy thing is, there's literally thousands of species, uh, thousands of... Re- vegan recipes? Not only vegan recipes, but there's thousands of fruits vegetables and herbs mm. when i say thousands there's thousands different however we as humans eat the same four or five meats over and over again mm-hmm. we, yeah. chicken cow mm-hmm. I don't, mm. pig, uh, go ahead cow pig, pig. <laughs> you may get some deer thrown in there you know give me another animal with fish well, mm-hmm. you know, you know, marine so, life. Yeah, you're oh, fit. So we eat the same five, six meats. However, there's thousands of fruits and vegetables. We just don't know about them. So could mm-hmm. you imagine the different variations of meals, the different nutrients that you get from that stuff? Mm-hmm. It's so many, it's so many things out there. We just like, this is what we've been taught, man. You know, so. The system. Uh, yeah, is hey, the system failing us? Um, no, the system is actually working perfectly. Mm. Um, it, it, I don't think it understood that the people were going to wake up after a while. You know, you can only hold people back, but so long, mm-hmm. uh, especially in melanated people, man, uh, there's no stopping melanated people. I, um, I know that the system has been working perfect, working perfectly. It's, it was designed to destroy us in m- many ways. 
I, it, the system has benefited from some, and I think it has some unintended or unintentional benefits. Mm-hmm. I think that we may have helped it out a little bit, you know. Yeah, However, yeah, we we yeah we 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 aided the process a little bit. However, um, the system's doing what it was designed to do: destroy. Word. I got another uh, question from a listener, Chantel. Chantel, she was like, "What's the hardest thing about being a black educator?" And how did you overcome it? Mm. Not being scared to be great. As a as a black educator, as a black man, there are so many things that we come up against that we face on a daily basis. And if we are in a place where we're scared to succeed or scared of, you know, the unknown, then y- you've already failed. You know, you've already you, you've already put yourself in a place to where, you know, you, you, you're going to let people down. And it's it's a responsibility. It's, it's one of these things where it's a responsibility. Once you take on a role, it's real. So um, not being scared of being great, not being scared of failure. Failure is literally just a lesson. You know, it's one of those or, things where, you know, it's going to happen. It's, it, inevi- it's inevitable. inevitable. It's inevitable, man. And in all facts, and it, it's not a bad thing. It literally just means you get up and you keep moving. And uh, I appreciate people who understand that we're all people. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the wise man once said, um, a man that says he knows it all, knows nothing at all. Mm-hmm. You know, like we, we know that it, it, no one know we don't know it all. You know, no one knows it all. However, you know, we just keep growing and just keep putting in work and energy and effort, man. And, um, you know, not being scared of taking those chances, those leaps. We need more people to put themselves out there go out on a limb and, 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 and actually put in some help and some effort and some work because when I tell you the fight that we're fighting is not a it, this is a fight that is going to benefit everyone mm. and it's not enough people fighting for the same cause so uh, you know you think a lot of people are distracted yeah that's a good yeah 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 okay yeah I'll take distracted yeah yeah, because there's so many other things going on, social media and, you know, like um, life, mm-hmm. um, a lot of it, too. A lot of people are just unaware of a lot of a lot of things. You think people just just want to have fun? Uh, yeah, it's so much easier to just say, I'd rather not. Mm. You know what I mean? I, I don't want to deal with all of the stuff that's going on. I'd rather just go ahead and sit here with my TV and, you know, my, my, my music, whatever, you know, go out, my, 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 go out with my friends, drink, smoke, whatever, and not, and not really worry about all of the things that's going on. I know they're there. Some of them I don't know, yeah. but I'd rather not actually put in that effort because once you start putting in effort, it's a responsibility. Mm. Another question from um, a listener, mm. Mariah. She was like, why... Do they teach us to? Why do they teach us how to divide, but not build our credit? <laughs> that's funny. Um, that's a good question, actually. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. You know, you may find in certain schools where they're educating their students on finances and you know financial markets and 
and then different things about, you know, saving money and different vessels and vehicles to be able to grow and, you know, all, all those different things. That's not broad, though. That doesn't that's not you know universal for all of the schools. They'll teach you how to divide mm-hmm. in multiple and not just divide, multiply just because of the fact that those are the things that you need. Uh, you know, you would you, you would think not even just you would think those are things that you need for normal everyday calculation. However, I do believe that there is something out there that's saying, well, or that's in place that says, well, there are certain things that we're not going to teach at certain levels mm. in the majority of the schools. You know, you, you may have to go to college or different, you know, different places or uh, different universities in order for you to be able to gain some of that knowledge. Um, I'm, I don't want to jump too deep into, you know, um, <laughs> too deep into that 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 specifically as far as dividing and and not understanding you know credits and things like that. However, it is it, real, you know. Her statement or her question about why is this not being taught is because I feel like with dividing, it's just like we never really use it ever again. Like we use like okay, we have a number. And it's like, okay, do you want to know 50% of that? All we got to do is go the number, go into the column, the yeah. divide by 0.5, and mm-hmm. we got our answer. It was like, why did we have to do all of that just to... See, now, all right, now you're talking to, not only you talking to a math guy, but I'm working in the accounting field. Yeah. So I divide all the time. However, mm-hmm. but people on a normal everyday basis divide all of the time. You know, uh, when you think about let's say you go to a store and you have a hundred dollar bill and you know, you want to buy five, you know, I, I don't know, five really expensive boxes of chicken. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like in, in, you know, you want to determine how much it is, is going to cost per box. Or, you know, you just take it on, you divide it. And then, yeah, you, you yeah. know, you, the you basics know, so, of it. Yeah. So you need the, you need the division and multiplication and things like that. However, I do feel like fundamentally her question, even though it was a bit, I, 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 I felt the sarcasm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah spectrum, but I felt <laughs> where she was coming from. Like, why do they teach us this, but not teach us the, the things that we need to know in real life? life yeah. So from that perspective, <laughs> from from that perspective, there are a lot of things that are not being taught, which should be. And I'm not going to say that that's just an, an, a, a lack of oversight, because I do feel like there is some purposefulness to why things aren't being taught in certain places. Maybe they think maybe they want us. Y'all better learn this from your parents. We can't give you all everything. <sighs> Teachers can't give you all everything. This is the fact that you said that. You're a therapist. You're a big brother. You're a pops figure. You a friend. Whatever you said, you said like eight to yeah, seven yeah, different yeah. professions. It's like schools can't teach your kids yeah. everything. Y'all was, gotta teach. The parents gotta teach some too. It starts at home. Th- that's true, and that's the, one of the truest statements that it starts at home. However, they do teach that in certain schools, though. You know what I mean? Like you can go yeah. to certain schools and they'll give you that education. It's one of those things where it's and there's research done on this. 
Why aren't you teaching that in every school? Every school, because they don't want your. They don't want the students. They don't want the students to be woke in certain areas. It's the system. Like we've been talking about this whole convo. Like, <laughs> why would you empower a people whom you're trying to subjugate and educate them on the things that they're going to need in their everyday life? Why would you do that? Why would you teach them about interest rates or owning a business? Because they gonna get ahead. It, it, why would you give them that information? You know, and, and it's not just affecting just black students. This is it's affecting it, everybody who that's it, in that's in those areas. It's a class level. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, yep. they, they're, they're, we're we're no longer separated just by color. We're separated by class at yep. this point now. You mm-hmm. know, like they threw, you know, certain uh, uh, um, certain minorities of white folks. In the mix. Into the same mix yep. as they did blacks, Hispanics, Latino, Hispanic. Yep. They threw everybody in the same. Oh, all right. Well, now we're separating you by class now. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's definitely a larger picture that not all of us are aware of. Mm-hmm. And it's one of those things where we got to wake up to it. We got to be like, all right, this is what's happening. And this is how we can change or fix some of these things. Yeah. And then just go about doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the gumption. Being able to swallow your pride humble yourself put some of your own personal wants and needs behind you and push forward for the future all right i got a a question from darrell from chicago he said shout out to jamisa and the entire cft family Mm, cftw family much love and respect shout out to you darrell he always listening peace peace brother peace he said I am a black man who works as an instructional assistant at a behavioral school and substitute teacher. What challenges do you face as a black man in teacher environment when trying to build up our young brothers and sisters' self-confidence? Wow. So when you're dealing with the behavioral environment, there's so many different variations. There's so many different angles that behavioral issues come from and there's so many things that go into them when you're when when you do when we discuss building self-esteem so self-esteem is self is obviously one of the things that come from self however those things have to be taught you Mm -hmm. know you have to literally teach someone how to have self-esteem and it, it we come across it every single day where Students come in and, you know, they may be, you may even have cocky students or arrogant students, but they may, they may not have any Mm self-esteem. You know, they may not truly. They use that shit to block. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, and then you have, you know, just the opposite students who come in um, and they clearly, not clearly, but they don't show any, you know, self-esteem or they don't show any, you know, self-love or self, you know, self-awareness and, you know, and then that those students in the same breath have to be taught. And the challenge is getting the students to get out, get out of their own way. Mm. The first step is as educators, as people, we got to get out of our own way. So it's hard to help anyone if you can't help yourself. Right. Okay. So we have to have had built our own self-esteem. You know, we have we have to have 
have built our own selves up in order for us to be able to help and guide someone else. Because if we're trying to guide someone else and we haven't guided ourselves, you can cause more damage than what you do good. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, we you mess around and guide a kid down the wrong path and, and, you know, now you have an issue and <sighs> <laughs> Yeah, man. (laughs) (laughs) So that's an excellent question, brother. You know, that's something we would we could sit down and literally have an entire couple hour conversation on. He got just self esteem. (laughs) Okay. He said, "Do you feel like you are used as a main this this this? I can't even say that word right now. Disciplinarian. Disciplinarian. Uh (laughs) Disciplinarian." Uh For the black and brown students because you are a black man. Okay. So I have the benefit of working at an amazing, amazing uh, facility. The company that I, the, and it's a company, so I can say that. The company that I work for, um, but I say that be, it, it's bigger than a company because it's the people inside of it. Mm-hmm. So the place that I work, we have such a strong team. I don't have to be a disciplinarian. Okay. I mean, in the classroom, yeah, you know, I'm the, I'm like I say, yo, stop, chill, you know, sit and stop, do whatever it may be. You don't gotta you know, spend too much time doing that. Uh, uh, you I, do. I ain't say all that, all well, right. but I have support for that. Okay. So when it gets to a certain point, I can call for literally for help. I okay. call for assistance. You know, I'm walk. I say, yo, I need some assistance or whatever it may be. Um, and the people that. They have been doing it for years. So they're trained with dealing with different types of students in different types of situations. You know, we call them our toolbox. So when it's time for us to be able to, you know, call for help, they'll come, they'll grab a student, and they'll be able to talk to them. Now, mm. this, the, the the school that I'm at specifically is a restorative school. So we use restorative practices. Okay. And what restorative practices is, uh, we're trying to restore the students back to the community. It's mm. not so much a chastising kind of a kind of a feel. It's more so we pull you to the side. We do a lot of one on ones. We call them impromptus, and that's because when you take, we find that when you take a student out of the environment of the the collective, mm. right, and you separate them, and you have a conversation with them, it doesn't put them on blast, quote unquote, right? Yeah, yeah, it doesn't yeah. make them feel, you know, embarrassed or mm-hmm. you know. So you have those individual conversations, and you can ask them, "How are you feeling?" What action or what thought brought about that action? So I have a question. Go ahead. You do that with them? Yes. So when you do that with them, who is in control of the classroom? So there are times where we have those impromptus and I may have to pull a student out of the class and like I'll stand I'll stand in front of the door with the door closed. I got a window so yeah. I can see in the classroom. Yeah. But I'll have an impromptu conversation with the student right then and there. Mm-hmm. And I, I go through the continuum. I ask them, you know, how are you feeling? You know, um, how do you feel about what it is that you did or, you know, what is it? How could I have helped service you better? And, you know, a lot of times you get more out of the students because instead of hollering at them, yo, why are you? Instead of jumping on them, you ask them, how are you feeling? Mm -hmm. What you think about right now? What feeling or what emotion made you respond that way? Do you think that that was the best thing? You think Mm -hmm. you could do something different? If the goal is for us to be, you know, positive... Do yeah. you think we could do something? And then the students end up talking themselves into they were like, you know what? They it's like, you know, something goes off. Like, you know what? I was tripping. You know, it, they don't always say it like that. However, they realize it after a while. You know, then you get some some instances where you gotta continue to go deeper and deeper, and that's another conversation. But mm-hmm. for the most part, they get it. You and know? then you and then after that, they'll just go back into the class. Yo, 
it's one thing when somebody can put a mirror in your face and show you exactly who you are, mm. show you what you're looking at. So, I feel yeah. you. Yeah. He also says, he says, last question. Do you face any sexual harassment from either coworkers or students? <laughs> and how do you handle this situation? Um, I thank God that I have not experienced any sexual harassment. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and knock on wood. Um, <laughs> so even though I haven't experienced any sexual harassment, what I have experienced is, you know, you may get like like the little flirtatious stuff like that, you know what I mean, from like young girls or something like that. Mm-hmm. And um, I, f- I look at that as just normal. You know, if you see someone that's attractive, you're going to, you know, it, it just happens. What I do is I use it to my, to you know, to, to my advantage. What I do is I say, all right, if you're going to give me that type of energy, that type of, inform- you know, uh, attention, mm-hmm. what I'm going to do is I'm going to take it and I'm going to use that to teach you something. Okay. You're locked in on me right now. All right, cool. This is how you can learn algebra. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? So it's like one so of those. So you're gonna be on that predator vibe. <laughs> oh, <laughs> low God, new. So um, and and I thank God Yo, for all of my sisters. Some teachers really be on some predators. Yeah, you know, and you may you hear about stuff like that in the news and stuff like that too. It's, you know what I mean? Like you're a teacher, and you, even though this student probably this try to come on to you, you gotta, you're the adult in the situation. This is your job. Yeah. This is literally your, your responsibility. Yes, and and my goal is much bigger. My goal is, you know, it's one of those things where it's like I'm looking for this longevity, you know what I mean? I'm not yeah. here to just be on some predator vibes. So it's like uh, what, what type of history is that if my name, you know, Mr. Lassiter is affiliated with that even thought yeah. process, you understand? Yeah, so yeah, um so when I when I look and it happens so it's one of those situations where I literally, I use it to my advantage, man. I'm like, all right, well, cool. Y equals MX plus B. Did you get that? Yeah, and then they smiling. Yes, Mr. Like, all right, all right, all right, all right. Come on, young queen. All right, all right. <laughs> right you know right, what I mean? And right, I, you know right. what I mean? I, I turn that into the energy to where now you're paying attention. Because mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know, these kids won't pay attention. And it's math. You know, math is one of those subjects where it's difficult is one of the more difficult subjects, you know, in, in my, in not only just in my environment, is it difficult, but it's just difficult period. So I'm blessed to be able to, you know, to be able to grasp these kids' attention, however I can get it and use it the right way and Mm. guide them in the right direction. Okay. Word. But, um, we got one more. And then after that, we going to close out the show. Mm -hmm. Well, actually, we're not. Actually, we're not gonna close it out just yet. Okay. But close out this section of the show. DJ No Answer, you good? Hey, he good. I, I like this style, baby. You know, right. Say less. So this is um T from Harlem. She said, "So I had sent her the questions. I was like, yo, I'm gonna have a um a male teacher on the show. Which which you want to ask him? Blah blah blah. So she was like, oh, this is very interesting. So she was like, so a homeboy of mine." who is a black teacher once complained about being in put into the disciplinary role mm-hmm. that he didn't sign up for. Mm. I am wondering if this is an issue other black men teachers are faced with mm. and if they feel is, if it's an issue at all. Respect to the, to the, the queen's question. Uh, 
is def it definitely can be tough at times because you know coming from a disciplinarian perspective the it's not fun yeah you know like you you want the kids to like you you know you want to have a good time you want to laugh and joke with the kids and stuff you know however there are times where you know they can be disrespectful or they can be you, you gotta know, put your foot down you, you have to man and you know the our, our environment is high support high accountability so you know i can support you all the time you know but if i'm not holding you accountable then you know you you could just walk all over me mm-hmm. you know you could just think you can do and say whatever it is that you want to do and that's one of those things where it can be tough because it, it can it can be uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you know but that's also one of those things that's that's being relatable to the kids and relating to the kids you know if you can relate to the kids and you can be able to talk to them and get into their heads and in their minds you know then um having an effect on them when it's time to be or play that or be in that disciplinarian role you know or being it or having it's to say not something as bad. it's not as bad okay you know it's not as difficult you know and um it's one of those things where it just has to happen you it, you can't have one without the other right. you, you can't have one without the other so you know you come into this with a with a strong stomach because it's going to get real <laughs> Right, though. So, um, my last question for you, Dave. Mm-hmm. What has being a teacher taught you about life? So, the biggest thing is patience. Mm. I have learned more patience in the past year and, and some change than I have in the last decade. Mm. And not only just patience with the kids, but patience with myself. Because, you know, this is still technically a learning environment for myself as well. So mm. it's one of those things where, you know, I I have to continue to understand that it's going to take time. It's going to take time um, for me. It's going to take time with the kids. And not to be afraid or not to be you know feel shamed if it when it takes time not to feel like oh, i'm doing something wrong or yeah. I, you know i ain't doing one day right. at a time type it, of. one literally one day at a time like not feeling like ah oh, you know it, i'm not doing it right yo yo, yo yo like don't be too hard on yourself hold yourself to a high standard mm-hmm. however understand that you know you're going on this long road you're going to make some mistakes Get up, keep it moving. Don't get tired. Won't get flat. Yo, sometimes. Yo, facts. That's why they got wow-wows all over the place with free gas. You know what I mm. mean? Free air. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying? Free air. You know, and, and we <laughs> we use that to our advantage when we have to. Word. And you know, like there are days where I like I'm brutally honest. With you, I get depleted, man. Like there are days in when you feeling when you feeling like yo this day just defeated. I, I feel defeated this day, and it's like 1 p.m. What do you do? Oh, God. Because the um, day over when, like, three? Actually, our days are over at one. Okay. All right. So, let's back that up. <laughs> when yeah, you like, feeling like, like that at, like, 11 yeah. a.m. Yeah. So, um, and I feel like maybe I should, and, well, I said the word defeated. However, I rarely feel defeated. If anything, I I may feel, you know, like I've been dragged through. You know, I've been, you know, it's run down, you know. I um, the defeated feeling is very very rare, mm. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but even so, because you're a strong feel, black man, and even when that feeling starts to come, you know, it, you you pick yourself up. But um, in all actuality, when those those feelings come of getting, you know, like all right, I got my behind handed to me today, and you you've exhausted all of your energy, you reset. Yo, know, rest is one of the greatest things. It's one of those things where, like, not only do you need rest, but you got to eat right, think, like I said, meditate, mm-hmm. pray, um, refocus, communicate. I, I have a strong team. And that's another thing I want to make sure I say, because without a team, I, I don't see how you can make it without a team, especially Period. with what it is that we're dealing with. You got to have a team. So I have people that I go talk to, even on a job. Like mm-hmm. I pull them to the side, like yo, brother, you know, brothers, let me holler at you for a second, and I and I vent, I get it out, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, I used to walk into school on a, on this high, like I was up here, I could change the world, you know, one student at a time every day, mm-hmm. you know, and that's not how it works. It <laughs> does not work like that. So you know, the key is not to get too high, you know, not to get too low, but to find like that that middle that ground balance. you know, you know yeah. that balance right that middle ground to where you know you're giving the kids as much as you can you're putting into them as much as you can mm-hmm. without totally wearing yourself down however you should go home empty you know you should you should go home because you gave it to the kids but not a, a negative not empty in a sense to where you know you, you don't have a negative, yeah. it, it's nothing left for you you know yeah. you still got to have something for you to continue to move you know you can't pour from an empty cup so you have to continue to keep something for yourself mm-hmm. and it's just one of those things man it's just you know do you know do what you can take your time be patient like Word. i said patience is what i've learned patience 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 Word. you know i think um well yeah man DJ Noensa, I think I think it's a wrap. I think we got to the bottom of it. I'm gonna invite you back again. I appreciate that. Cause like we got into your whole, we we all into your job. Mm -hmm. We all into your life with the students. Mm -hmm. Next episode, we might get into David. Uh. David. David without without the the teacher. <laughs> David the non-educated. All right, all right. We got a <laughs> couple gonna, more hours. We're going to get into that. But um shout out to the listeners. Shout out to yeah, Nerd and Molly. They peace. just dropped two episodes back to back. Episode 50, hey. episode 51 of mm. Don't Listen to Me podcast. Peace King. Yo. Uh. That's Cuzzo. that's crazy cuz we did like what Church for the Wall had like 66 episodes. Okay. Don't Listen to Me has 50, 51. Peace Living With Me, this is episode 15. We got a lot of content out yeah, there. Thanks. And shout out to people that listen to every last one of these episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout yeah, out to like, y'all. For real. Yeah. Y'all the goats. Um, yeah. Follow us on Twitter, CFTW Podcast. Follow me. At Jamisa, J-A-M-I-S-A-A-A. Follow DJ No Answer. DJ No Answer. Everything spelled correctly. Mr. Lassiter, he's on IG. Mm-hmm. At Mr. Underscore Lassiter. L-A-S-S-I-T-E-R. Yo, check him out. He in, he in his classrooms. He with the students. Yeah. He, he in these streets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, when you see, you will see a bunch of photos of my kids. Um, you know, they you know, your kids. Yeah, 
Yeah, I call them that. Yeah, I do. <laughs> you, you got know, mad kids. I got a lot of kids. I got a lot of them. Yeah, you you gonna see them in there? Yo. You might see a couple Yo, gang signs. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> Pay that mind. Real, what I learned from this: teachers really got kids. Teachers, <laughs> <laughs> teachers yeah. got mad. Mad unbiological yes. um, kids. <laughs> Thanks. I feed them it all. You know what I mean? Word. Yeah. But um, yeah, we out, man. Shout out to the listeners. Y'all made Peace. it this far, and we out. Peace. Peace. Peace.